Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly. Hope you're having a great day. Well, you've seen the headline there. Uh, a, a, an influential uh, government review department has suggested that uh, capital gains tax should could be doubled and uh, many of the... Uh, uh, the rate that is, and many of the exemptions that currently exist could be whittled away, meaning that uh, you know effectively you're paying more tax, and this this comes about as uh, you know the property market and property investors in general have been quite hit quite badly with uh, tax rises in the last few years. You know we've seen interest on on mortgages been taken away if you if you hold your mortgage in in a sole name not not in a big company name uh, we've seen exemptions like uh, uh, rent uh, depreciation on on wear and tear been taken away which which ends up costing thousands of pounds more in in tax and nobody really turns a blind eye because we are what I would call a, a fairly soft target uh, no one's going to have any sympathy for a buy-to-let landlord or a second property owner or someone who has a portfolio of shares. Uh, they think, well, you know, let them pay the tax, let them pay their, their fair share. But you have to bear in mind that a lot of people are, are not big landlords. They are, are small investors saving for their retirement because they, they either don't have a, a gold-plated uh, company pension scheme like MPs do, or civil servants do, government workers, nurses, doctors firemen, police, they all have these guaranteed gold-plated pension schemes paid for by the taxpayer in, in, in most cases. Most people don't have that. Uh, even people who are employed now have, you know, far inferior uh, personal pension schemes that depend on the growth in the stock market to give them a pension. So many people are investing in property to supplement that, to say, well, I'll, I'll go out and find a property, I'll spend the time hunting for properties and I'll, I'll, I'll deal with tenants, I'll, I'll go and fix toilets, I'll, I'll deal with everything. Uh, and they, they might buy one or two properties. Most, the vast majority of the two million buy-to-let landlords own one or two properties. So, you know, these are the people that are now, are, are now going to get hit. Now, th- this, this government review body are, uh, I'll, I'll just give you the name, they're called the Office for Sim- Tax Simplification. Uh, and they found that uh, many people, they said many the many of the features of of the capital gain system can distort behavior as people try and lower their bills well that that's a legal uh, um right that you have a legal right to lower your bill winston churchill said it, everybody has the right to legally uh, avoid paying as much tax uh, as possible tax evasion is illegal um so many of the the large companies try and evade taxes by having offshore bases and, and invoicing themselves like like Starbucks for instance but most ordinary people can't do that you know you you you, you can't get away with paying tax uh, if, if especially if you're employed you have the tax deducted at source uh, if you if you sell a property you have to pay tax on it you have to pay capital gains tax you pay tax on the money that you've earned in order to buy the property in order to pay that deposit down and and now you're even 
they're even taking away the tax relief on interest on on the mortgages that you pay, which is is very different from any other business loan. Uh, every, every other business loan, you would deduct the interest you pay on on that business loan uh, before you pay tax. Um, I mean, the current rate is levied at 10% for basic rate taxpayers, 20% for higher rate taxpayers, but this is added onto your tax. So it doesn't sound very much, but it, when added onto your tax, it can be a hefty blow. Yes, there is an exemption. You, you don't pay uh, on, on the first 12,300, which is similar to income tax. You don't pay any income tax on the first 12,500. Um, but, you know, it, it's still... Um, it, it, it's still, you know, if you sell a property, you, you take that into account. It's a heavy blow. So many people who are currently, uh, you know, renting out a property or bought a property for, for future uh, sale in retirement. Now they're not going to be affected by such a tax rise. But in the future, when they, they come to sell that property in retirement, if they if they decide to sell, then they are really going to be hit with with extra tax. And uh, this is not law yet. This is not a tax law, but this is what the, the Office of Tax Simplification are suggesting to the Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, uh, that, 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 that they should implement. And so w when people come to retirement, uh, as the, the general plan is if they have one or two properties, they might sell one and pay off the mortgages on, on the other so that they've got a mortgage-free property. Well, that plan could be thrown into disarray now as... Um, as as these tax rises hit them in their pocket, one one solution is is perhaps not to sell the property, and just keep on renting the property and, and using that income in retirement. Not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone wants to be a landlord in retirement. But that that is one way around. You can get the property managed, so you never have to sell it. And if you need any capital from the property, you can borrow against it, and that that's tax free. However, your your uh, relatives, when they inherit your children, your grandchildren, when they inherit that property, will pay tax as well. So they're getting you every way, aren't they? You're, you're paying tax on the income you get from the property. You're paying tax on the income you've earned in order to buy the property. Then you're paying capital gains tax if you try and sell it. And if you don't sell it and pass it on to your, uh, to your heirs, then they're going to pay uh, inheritance tax of up to 40% on the value of your estate. And many people say, good, especially socialists, they'll say, good, tax them and that, that money is fair that they should tax it. But why? Why should somebody, uh, I, I, you know, I, a good friend of mine died recently and, I, and she came to this country with nothing. She built up everything through hard work and, you know, really struggled to, to earn money, to save money, to, to, to buy one or two properties. And now her daughter is going to have to pay a lot of tax on, on the sale of those properties just, just to, to, to inherit them. When all this tax has already been paid, and I, don't, I just don't, to me, it's wrong, but every country does it virtually, that the state should dip in and say, right, we want a portion of your hard work. Yes, we've had a portion of your hard work all your life, but we're going to take another dip at it uh, in order that we can you know, spend the money as we want to. Uh, we, we can go to wars. We can uh, you know, dish out billions of pounds in uh, loans to people and, and, and this sort of thing. We, we can spend it on... Uh, projects like um, you know cross uh, uh, the hs2 project which is going to cost 60 billion uh, and all sorts of things yes i know that the country needs money to run yes of course the country every country needs taxes to, to run the country but i think 
taxes can be too excessive and they are a disincentive for people to go out. And this, this capital gains is not about just private uh, property owners. It's about people who run business, people who build up businesses from scratch, taking the risks, using their own money, um, maybe not drawing a salary for many years. And, and then if they sell that business, the tax man comes with, thank you very much. We'll have a slice of that as well. It, it's like having a silent partner on your shoulder, looking over your shoulder, waiting for you to earn some money so that they can tax you in some way or another. So that's my tax rent of the day. Um, how can you get around it? Talk to your accountant, I guess. Uh, there's not many ways around it. You can time when you sell a property so that you, you can time it. Uh, you know, it's no point in selling, say, two properties in one year, because if you sell one and use up your 12,300 exemption, you can avoid tax on that uh, and, and then maybe sell a one in, in, an, in the next tax year. So even if you sold one uh, on, on the 1st of March and it completed and then, you know, after the, the new, new tax year in April, you sold another one, uh, then that, that would then count in the second tax year and you would get that exemption again. And, and it also affects people who invest in shares for their for their for their retirement as well. So so there you go. That that's my little tax rant. Um, and, and somebody has to pay for it. Doesn't someone has to pay for all this money they're throwing around? I mean, last week the Chancellor announced a raft of new stimulus measures. Uh, you know, the extension of the job support scheme, which will we, we, they conservatively estimate will cost the, the, the Treasury. They will say the Treasury, but it's actually us, isn't it? It's our money. It's taxpayers' money. Six billion on top of the billions of pounds that they've spent already uh, locking down the country. Uh, and, you know, it also increased grants for self-employed and, and workers up to 40% of their average profits. Uh, and this is up to a maximum of 3,750. Now, that expect, is expected to cost three billion. Government borrowing is estimated to be running at or revealed to be running at a billion pounds a day a billion pounds a day Imagine, you know you think of billionaires like richard branson well all his wealth he's been spent like in in a day billion 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 borrowed like borrowing like living on a credit card um this and then to pay this off that they're just printing money and how's that going to be paid for well one way it's going to be paid for is in higher taxes so the people who earn the most and, and people who invest and people who save, they are they are going to be taxed and savers are already been hit with low interest rates. Uh, so, so that's another double whammy to, to savers. So I don't know. Um, I, I, I think the government's got to recover this money somehow. It's got to be paid for somehow. Um, you know, we, we can already see that the economy is weak at the moment. And yet Certain shares on the stock market, like British Airways um, and, and some of the holiday companies are, are shooting up for some reason. I, I don't know. I mean, the stock markets are relatively high. And many people are saying that the stock markets will go up again, uh, that this is just a temporary blip. And yet other people say, well, hold on a second. The underlying economic factors are there to say that, you know, we're in the, the biggest recession since the war and you know thousands of businesses are, are, are going under. Um, we, we see, I mean, another name, another high street name, uh, Cafe Nero, saying today that they want to renegotiate all their rents uh, with, with their landlords. And they employ 6,000 people. They're everywhere, aren't they? They, they? they want to renegotiate all their rents. In other words, they're going to say to their landlord, which could be a private landlord, but it's more likely to be a pension fund. It could, be, could affect your pension fund if they come back and say, well, you know, we're paying 50,000 a year, for instance, for this, this, this premises. Now, we, we want to pay 30,000 a year and we want you to change the terms of this 
legally binding lease that we signed. So we want to renegotiate. Otherwise, we close it down and walk away or we, or we go into administration and walk away scot-free. That, 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 that is happening all over the country, not just with them, but with big, big names, Debenhams and, and these big companies. A local Debenhams in, in, in my area closed down because the landlord would not renegotiate the rent, which I think was stupid. The landlord should have said, yeah, fine. It's better to have a, a, a rented premises than have an empty premises, which is costing the landlord money, it's costing him in tax. And uh, I say him, it could be anybody. It's a proper, I think I did meet the, one of the, the landlords of this shopping mall. He's a young guy, actually. I, I just don't understand why uh, he would not renegotiate that rent with, with Debenhams and have somebody in there rather than the place being empty. And, and it's still empty now, months and months later. But big, big names are renegotiating their rents Big restaurant chains, Prezzo and, and Pizza Express are saying, right, hold on a second. We're not going to pay because of the lockdown. We're not paying all these rents. And ultimately, that, that affects everybody because the landlord may be relying on that that rent to pay their mortgage. Not, not everyone owns properties outright. They probably have a mortgage for this, a commercial mortgage. I had a commercial property uh, and, and I had a commercial mortgage, which was a high interest mortgage. It was costing quite a lot. It was on a repayment over 15 years. So I couldn't afford to take a hit if, if the, the tenant said, well, we can't afford this rent. We want to reduce it. In, in the end, one of the tenants moved out and I sold the property. But um, it, it was always a worry, you know, if, if the tenant couldn't pay the rent. Uh, fortunately, that, that didn't happen, but um, it, it is a worry and, and people don't have any sympathy for landlords. But as I said, your landlord could be an institution where your savings are invested. Many of the managed funds uh, are invested in commercial property or a portion of it is in commercial property. Pension funds have billions of pounds worth of commercial properties. Look at those shops in Oxford Street that are either closing down or or in trouble. Most of that Oxford Street is owned by pension funds. I remember the Coal Board Pension Fund owned several shops along Oxford Street. So that will affect pensioners. That, that affects how much money is left in the kitty. You know, not all these pension schemes can uh, are funded by the government, like like the, the civil service pension schemes and the, and the MPs pension schemes. It's just funded by us. We just pay out that money. Uh, regardless of the, the liabilities, we have to keep paying that money out uh, on, on people who are retired. So it, where it's going, I don't know with the economy. I mean, I've got pundits who are saying... The best time to buy properties now. Others are saying, well, prices could fall. Now, I've been speaking to agents recently in London and prices are falling in London. 30, 40,000 on average has been knocked off the average asking price. Um, and, and I've seen properties reduced by more than that, 50,000, 60,000, 100,000. Um, and, and the market has slowed down since the summer, the property market in London. Uh, and there are reasons for that. But the market has definitely slowed down in the summer after the uh, lockdown ended, we had this pent up demand. People were rushing out and buying properties. And, you know, you had a situation where you know, it's all about supply and demand, isn't it? You know, if supply is high and demand is low, prices will fall. If if demand is high and supply is low, prices are going to go up. And that's exactly what happened. Supply was low. There wasn't that many properties to sell because people were holding out for better prices. But demand shot up. So prices went up. And that, that's what's happened. And that was everywhere. But now we're seeing a move out of London, as we are in many big cities in America as well. And, and people are thinking, well, maybe I'll, I won't need to commute into London every day of the week, maybe only one or two days a week. So why don't I move out to, to Surrey or St Albans or further out even, in, or just to the suburbs where I can get more money, 
more property for my money, more bang for my buck. I can get more property for the same money. Maybe I can sell my flat in London and buy a three or four bedroom house out in, in the suburbs and, and not have to worry about um, traveling in. I've got more choice of schools. I've got more space for my children or growing family if, I, if they have a family. Or, or I just want to be somewhere that's safer and I don't have to go down in that lift every day from my high rise apartment, sharing the lift with, with several people and so on. So so that, that could be a temporary situation. Maybe people will eventually go back to work in London. I, I think offices are eventually going to realise that they still need that dynamic of people working together and I bouncing ideas off of each other rather than sitting at home, getting depressed. And uh, I mean, it's fun for a while working from home, but I'm sure not everybody likes working from home and doing all these meetings on bloody Zoom. Um, I'm sure they'd rather get around the table and talk properly. So maybe that could be a temporary thing. But at the moment, estate agents are saying in London prices are falling. And yet in the suburbs, they are rising and the, the market is, is buoyant in the suburbs. Rental market is buoyant. Um, so properties are selling fast and, and they're getting the prices that they want to, to they're achieving the prices they're asking for but definitely it's it's changing in, in London so I don't, I don't know what will happen next year uh, same with the stock market um, many stock market pundits are saying now is the greatest opportunity in history to buy shares others are saying well hang on a second they were already overpriced after an 11 year bull run yes it went down with the pandemic and then it went up again but not it's only up to where it was last year, which was already, many people think, at, at an all-time high and overpriced. So who knows what's going to happen? At the end of the day, you have to do your own research, your own, if you're buying shares, do your own company research, learn how to invest in shares. If you're buying a property, use tools like Rightmove, use the land registry, use uh, uh, Zoopla and companies like that to, to really research your particular market because there's not just one property market even in in a country the size of the UK I mean the US it's even bigger it's like a continent uh, so you have to do your own research really and, and go on your own gut feeling if you're buying for yourself or your own home that's a different story because you know you, if you're buying for your own home it doesn't really matter if you're paying 10 or 20,000 or 50,000 pounds more now for that property because you're going to stay in that property for many many years so you know 30, 40,000 is not going to make a lot of difference. If it falls in price, so what? You're still in the property and you're probably paying less on a mortgage than you would on rent. You're, you're more, most definitely likely to be paying a lot, especially in the southeast, a lot less in, in mortgage payments than you would on rent, especially with interest rates at, at an all-time low. So so there you go. Um, that, that's, that's what's happening this week. Um, as I said, there is a move maybe to, to increase capital gains tax and hit and hit investors. Uh, the UK market, uh, the UK economy grew in the third quarter. I think it went up by about 15 percent, which is great news. But I think that figure will change when you take into account the lockdown that we, we're going through at the moment. The UK, in case you're not here in, in England, we've got a four week lockdown. It's killing small businesses. It, it's really destroying little businesses. And even the businesses that are trying to open, they're closing off parking spaces in high streets. They're, they're closing off thousands of parking spaces. They're, they're, they're barring traffic from streets under emergency powers. And why? They say because we want to protect people. Well, you're killing these businesses, councils and, and governments. You're killing these small businesses. And it's the lower paid that are suffering the most. Uh, it's people on, on, you know, some of these people are on the gig economy. They're, they're, they're not even properly employed. They, they fall through the net. When, you, when you're talking about all this state aid 
and and I think up to two million small self-employed people did have not received a penny in state aid because they don't qualify for some reason. Maybe they haven't been in business long enough. Maybe their last year's profits are not high enough for some reason, or they've got the wrong kind of company set up, and therefore they don't qualify. I know several small businesses have not had a penny since this 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 last lockdown, let alone this lockdown. So I think we should try and end this lockdown as soon as possible, get back to normal so businesses can survive because many self-employed people are just almost giving up, especially young people who perhaps just become self-employed. And we should be helping and admiring those people uh, for, for having the guts to do it. But they are, are, are really suffering and can't even afford to pay their rent. They're maybe going back home to mum and dad again. I don't know. But it's, it's a real tough time for people, particularly at the lower end. Yeah, the big companies are surviving. They, they can furlough people. They can even sometimes make money on furloughs, furloughing people. And, you know, all the big companies, Amazon and all, all these companies that can deliver stuff at home, they're, they're doing very well. So you can buy stuff on Amazon and online that you can't go and buy in your local shop. So it penalizes the local shopkeeper, doesn't it? So businesses now have to adapt and, and get get selling online, I, I guess, so that they can adapt to this new new economy. I think this this pandemic has has, has launched us forward about five years. As the, as the head of John Lewis said, we, we've been uh, we've done more. We, we've almost progressed five years in a year uh, by having to adapt to the, to the market and, and sell more stuff online than we used to. So there you go. Thanks for listening. Have a great evening and have a great weekend. Uh, stay safe wherever you are and I'll, I will speak to you soon thank you for listening to money tips for more tips and information visit moneytipsdaily.com the information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice as always take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions 